0: Hey, everybody, Mike Shope, Adam Crowdworth, July 19th. Many of us have been drafting for weeks or even months. The rest of us are getting geared up and we want to help. High stakes leagues are coming around, industry leagues, including our own Draft Sharks Invitational. We will have league assignments here tonight to announce. Also, life at 101 Underdog Lane. I'm listing my house, Adam, and just no bites. I'm trying to. I'm trying to move down the street. Uh, we'll talk about that. A few words on Leonard Fournette, and first a recap of last Thursday night's marvelous live Buffalo draft in the Scott Fishbowl with Thurman Thomas. Glad to have you with us. This is the Deep End. One thing I would like to think I'd be way better at after I don't know 25 years in radio, Adam, including plenty of galas and different speaking engagements, Ooh. is uh, I know galas. <laughs> uh, was I did I sound like I was bragging right there? I didn't mean to be. <laughs> is you know like so Draft Shark stepped up and became the title sponsor of Thursday Night. And I get up there, I've got so many things in my head, you know, Thurman and the drafts themselves. And is everybody happy? I've got my kids there. And I neglected to thank Draft Sharks in that moment for sponsoring us. And that was a tremendous and terrible oversight. <laughs> so I, I, I want to say here, right before I forget again, that I'm really grateful for their uh, their support of that night. And I hope it was worthwhile because I think everybody who went, uh, you know, ticket buyers and drafters alike enjoyed it. Did you?
1: Oh my gosh. I had an incredible time. I, uh, I'm going to be golfing with Thurman Thomas. I don't know if you, did you hear this, this story? I love that story. I hope you tell it. I'm golfing. Yeah. So I'm golfing with Thurman. And, uh, so they, they did an auction right to golf with Thurman and his wife, a foursome at, at, I don't even know what golf course it is. I don't even Cragburn.
0: care. It's, it's the best. Oh, the best.
1: beautiful. Good. Cause I'm terrible. So that, that should be fun. <laughs> um, and so, and so they do an auction and I, and I lean over to my buddy, Nate Wagman. I don't know if you met him. He was there. Yeah. And, and I said, Hey, Nate, listen, I'll give you i I'll give you like 300 bucks towards this golf outing with Thurman Thomas. He's like, okay, cool. So he, he, he bids and bids and he's going back and forth with someone and he wins for like 750 bucks. What a night. We're all high-fiving, having <laughs> fun. I'm telling everyone I'm texting my parents and then I got a draft, right? So I'm doing the Scott fishbowl draft and I'm drafting and, all my, I had a couple of buddies that were there. I go over, I'm like, hey guys, you know, let's go them He's like, yeah, you know, about that. Right before, you, <laughs> right before you came over, you know, I texted a client, and the client said he wanted to go. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm a client. It's like, what are you talking about? And uh, and so I got, I got the, I got the boot for some client. And you know, somebody overheard, and they're like, hey, listen, I was going to donate money anyways. Go see if they'll do another one. And I will contribute to, to, to that. So I went over, I talked to uh, to Thurman's wife. Her name is slipping my mind right Patty. now. Patty. She was wonderful. She said, absolutely. So in September, at some point, I will be shanking golf balls at a beautiful golf course in Buffalo with Thurman Thomas. Uh,
0: a, dream, a dream of mine. You should hope they have the heather cut for your round there. <laughs> That's right. Uh, nice and deep, knee high. W- one thing about their story that, you know, most most football fans wouldn't know, but fans who remember the draft when Thurman was drafted in 1988, if you go back that far, people remember him falling asleep in his apartment because he wasn't picked in the first round. He was somebody, he was like, think of Aaron Rodgers, you know, only Aaron Rodgers was at the draft and they kept showing him after every pick not being drafted. And that was the case with Thurman, only he was in his apartment and he fell asleep. It was the, uh. the first round was over and he wasn't picked. And Patty was, is from Western New York and she went to Oklahoma State on a golf scholarship. Oh, of course. And so, And they were dating in college and she's there then. And she was here, you know, still married and she was with us uh, that night and Thurman got up to speak. And I, I told him in my preface to his words how like I had texted him about this and, he said, what? He said, yeah, you're right. Mike texted me, and then I told Mike to text Patty. That's, Patty right. Everything. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. So we, we have a, a big dollar amount to announce, but we've got still a couple things to figure out because my guy, our guy, Louis G, got sick right after the event. Oh, gosh. And so he's been, you know, sort of down for the count for a few days. And then I've had some – I've been running to the doctors for – Kid, kid, stuff for a couple of days. So we don't have that yet, and they were out of town anyway. So I, I hope any nobody's thinking like, well, what happened to the, the donation? It's going to be really good. I'm really proud of it. We do have one thing where we miscalculated was we bought too many T-shirts. The T-shirt I'm wearing is the official, you know, official Scott Fishbowl Buffalo T-shirt, and we have these. We'll sell these. You know, it's all for charity for Thurman's Foundation. $25 with a sticker you can do whatever with. It's like this big with the same logo on it. We have red, navy, and royal blue. And if anybody wants one that's watching tonight, tweet at me or find us. You're through the deep end, whatever. Yeah. We have plenty left, but it's all different sizes and everything. And if you want one, you know, jump on it, and um, we'll hook you up. 25 bucks for the shirt and the sticker, all for the Thurman Thomas Family Foundation and the Buffalo Urban League. The drafts are in about the 17th round. If you remember from watching us, determine the random draft order. Adam and I each got one Oh four in the opposite drafts. I choked. I have been saying for a couple of years, (laughs) I don't like hosting drafts anymore because I'm way too concerned with if everybody's having fun. Yep. And so there's no way I should have picked Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes, but I did because that's kind of my brand. I was out in Buffalo and WGR listeners usually seem to know that I am a big Lamar Jackson fan you know, they sort of resent it sometimes because that isn't the same as being a big Josh Allen fan. So I had a guy at the bar. like, We knew you were taking Lamar Jackson. I had my <laughs> son up there. Like, we were doing the stickers. And I would, in our, in our league, we pointed to him at the sticker we wanted for our pick in the first round. And I, I wanted to get a reaction from my son. So I picked Jackson. He's like, I know. <laughs> but I mean, Jackson is not the pick over Mahomes. And one more thing from that round from me before if you want to say one, say more about the night, there was one guy in our, our league. This has made the rounds a little bit. His name is Joseph Pellegrino. He had pick 11 and he wanted to auction off his pick. You know, somebody could bid on it and then pick whoever they wanted. And that didn't really take off probably because it's not really your team, you know, right? Like we, we did auction off a spot in our league to draft the whole team that Tony LePage won. But that didn't really take off. So anyway, it got to be his turn at pick 11, Adam. Do you know this? So I do. He, he, he let Julius, my son, make the pick for him. He's like, let the kid do it. Yep. And Julius's favorite team is the Texans <laughs> at, because just sort of lined up that my wife went to Houston for a trip, bought him a Texans hat because that's where she went. And he learned something about J.J. Watt and loved J.J. Watt. It's like five years ago. And then Watson, too. Who didn't love Deshaun Watson five years ago, right? Or That's four right. years ago. Yeah, yeah. So that, he's got a jersey that I won't let him wear. And so <laughs> Joe Pellegrino says to Julius, you make the pick at 111, he picks Davis Mills. Obviously. And, you know, when the fishbowl data starts to swirl, people around the country, it's 3,000 teams go, who picked Davis Mills? Like, you know, why would you do that? And there's a reason why that happened. And I don't know if Davis Mills is aware. There were people tweeting at him about it, but his mom is. Oh, wow. His mom. Oh, wow. His mom retweeted the story of how Davis Mills was picked in the first round of the fishbowl. He did not go in the first eight rounds of your division. I think.
1: No, no. Julius showed made Davis Mills' mother so happy. Yes. Um, but he went at the eleven three in our. Oh, in our, wow. in our <laughs> at the eleven three, and and that's probably a that's probably a in, in superflex. That's a great pick in the, right. 11, in the 11th round. So um, I don't have quite a, as an exciting story. I, I I picked fourth as well. Louis G, who just apparently has a spreadsheet of all my drafts and who I like to pick. Uh, he took – he leans over like right before his pick and goes, hey, man, I'm not doing this on purpose, but I'm going to take him. I'm like, you're taking Kyler Murray right, right in front of me, like, like four or five picks ahead of ADP in the first round. I'm nervous, Mike, that this is going to be the story of my whole – drafting season is just guy love all these guys and i'm gonna lose out on them by one pick all summer long i'm nervous but uh but one of the things that i found interesting so draft so i use draftsharks.com obviously i use the draftsharks war room in my drafts and what it is is it's a dynamic board that it's like a cheat sheet but it's dynamic so every time a player gets taken you yeah you, you know you you it acknowledges it and the board changes based on um, the value of certain players once certain players are picked from those positions. And it's, and it's, 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 it's really, really great. And so my board was telling me to take Cooper cup fourth overall. in a Super yes. So I, I, right. I followed the board and I went with Cooper cup and I really liked the way uh, my team turned out. I ended up getting Lance in the, the second round. So I was still able to get that, that quarterback that, that I wanted. Um, I know the completion percentage isn't there for the fishbowl or whatever, but but then speaking of Watson I took the leap for Watson at the 6 at the 64 uh hoping that he that for that hoping for this sake he only gets six games or something like that and uh I was actually on GR WGR on Friday maybe yeah. and uh Sneaky Joe and I have like the same team and he picked, I don't, he didn't pick from the 4 obviously
0: no he picked 106 on my side we have
1: a very similar team it was it was pretty funny
0: but uh
1: I'm excited yeah we're in round I'm um, looking right now round 16
0: Well, I'm not trying to uh, kiss your butt, but that's a compliment to him. Joe's a good player, but, like, I've learned in two years of doing this show, like, Adam is legit, and I'd see you making the rounds on other shows. They want to talk to you, they want to find out how to snipe you like Louie did last Thursday. And, you know, what an advertisement for your portfolio. I might be sniped all summer. Great. Get in on that while you can, everybody. Yeah. All right. Um, Next, life. All right. Life at 101 Underdog Lane. What does that mean? You know what that means. I was with you You and Jared Smola. Yeah, it means that I am getting high picks an absolutely inordinate number of times in Best Ball Mania. Um, I don't know if I need to share this screen. Just an Excel, very boring looking spreadsheet. But I'll I'll just look at it while I talk. I have so far fifty six Best Ball Mania teams. Yeah, which is plenty. Are you max entering this before we move on? I don't think I'm going to get to 150, no. Oh. The the numbers are so dangerous. <laughs> you you put a deposit in. What does it ask you? 50, 100, 250, right? That's so right. They, they, they bump you up. The third option, they bump you up. And so it's late at night, 250, right? And oh, that's 10 drafts, or I do some puppies, you know, whatever. 25 yeah. is sort of like nothing. And you've already spent the money. So, man, it... uh a little scary but whatever <laughs> what's done is done 56 drafts i have a top four pick in more than half that's not not likely right you, you, 29 out of 56 so 29 out of 56 in the top four and i i think everybody sort of thinks there's a tear break at four yes so so if not five i mean i five. have six at five also five, yeah yeah but you don't see chase go top four Chase no, goes Chase yeah. goes six, seven, or even eight a- as often or more often than he goes higher than five.
1: In, in the FFPC main event, was it I think Theo Greminger got him at nine at, in then in, in the main event.
0: I think it was right. Theo. Yeah. Probably behind Kelsey. Yep. Maybe even Andrew. So yeah, so top four is Taylor McCaffrey Cup Jefferson. And 29 of 56, so evenly distributed. That should be 18 or 19 out of 56. I have nine 101s. Wow! Out of 56, one out of seven, 14 percent of 14%? my best 14 percent is that what it is? Right, wow! One in seven. 20 of 56, 35 percent top three. So That's I am. I, I told you last week I am actively rooting against it. Like I've got enough. You know, they say, if you want to get Jonathan Taylor, you got to pick first. So when you do get the first pick, you pick Jonathan Taylor, which right. I was doing and doing and doing and doing. And Jared was like, stop it now. Enough. <laughs> I mean, right. Like, That's right. You know, It's not, this does not apply to you anymore. No. And so I, I am actively rooting for the bottom. I like the teams at the bottom too, but I'm never there. So I, one other reason to keep playing is to, <laughs> is to see if I can get some teams where I have, like, you know, C.D. Lamb on them.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a great point. And usually it's the other way around. right? Usually it's people drafting in the 9, 10, 11 that want to get that 101. But, uh, no, I totally get it. And maybe this is the year where the 101 finally pays off. It's been a couple of years. It was McCaffrey and McCaffrey, and I forget who it was the year the year before that with an injury. Barkley. Barkley, yeah, that's right, Barkley. So it's like, man, uh, Maybe maybe this is the year where where JT stays healthy. That that'd be good for you.
0: Well, I know I want. I'm excited to see what the draft sharks invitational board looks like. But I want to go through the one I did today, if you yep. will, of course. because I feel like this is about. This is really what I want to see when I'm at 101. I'm sort of tired of it, and I know how bad that sounds. But really, like. <laughs> You know, you know what your team is largely going to be when you're drafting early, or even if you're drafting late. So, can you see the board? I'm looking at it um, on my side here. Can I can
1: see it. Share that barely. I shared it, but I can see it barely. If you want to just say the names, that'd be wonderful. Oh, you can't really. I mean, I own.
0: just. Oh, there we go. Beautiful. I don't. We. I don't. We don't, need to, don't need to show who everybody is. I think that's sort of bad form. Anyway, but um, so I went McCaffrey because I told Jared I wouldn't pick Taylor anymore. Right there, you go. Then you take the value. Yep. I just zoomed out. Uh, AJ Brown, nothing really, especially fortunate happened to me. You know, Chubb is not value. AJ Brown is not value, right? But Deontay? Too early. Deontay is a little bit. Don't love him. But what do you do there? You take the guy who's half a dozen spots below ADP that's sort of fallen. I think that's what you do. No correlation. Four rounds in, no correlation. Nothing that exciting. Just sort of, you know, par, 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 whatever. Uh, Robinson, I did for you. I'm fine with it, but I know I'm going to hear from you.
1: Hole in in one. one.
0: Robinson. Gage, another one. A.J. Dillon, seven rounds, no correlation. I am, like... I'm one, I'm a disciple. Like I'm somebody who I feel like I have to have it, or else I'm drawing dead. I have to have the week 17 plays, or I'm drawing dead, right? Right. But through seven rounds, I've got none of it, and I'm. I think you know. Don't panic. Alave and uh, Edmonds. I'm, I'm nine rounds in. There isn't a single correlation match here at all. Or no. <laughs> now there is. Now there is. AJ Brown and Alave is the first one. There you go. And I was excited about that. A.J. Brown, I'm not, I don't have the team memorized. I'm looking at a zoomed in board here and and, and talking. So Olave and A.J. Brown, then Edmonds. And I drafted Edmonds with a specific goal to draft New England. Because with experience, you sort of know like who the teams are that are sort of softer. Washington is one. New England is another one. If I get Edmonds, I don't have Tyreek Hill. Or Waddle. But if I get Edmonds, I can play New England if it falls right. Yep. Quarterback one, Fields, and then Komet. Love, Yeah, there you go. Okay. Now yep, I need Detroit, now need Detroit. And I probably want to have one more guy. But all these different times with the quarterbacks, don't reach for Burrow. Don't reach for, you know, whoever it is. I'm going back and forth here. Lance is one. Just sort of. Try to stay calm and not do that would be my advice. Fields come Hunter Henry, New England chart for Detroit to go against Chicago. There's yep. Mac Jones. There's Jamal Williams. That works. Do I have yep. to zoom out to be able to scroll down? I think I do. Curtis Samuel is, I love getting him in everything. Uh, Pringle for the bears. And then the last pick of the draft, the second round pick of the Patriots. I love how that went. I didn't yeah. like my team at all until it sort of – I got the, the pressure relief with fields, and then, okay, now I can sort of work it out. So that's a 101 draft that, you know, you're not getting the – you're not playing right away for the correlations like you would be for the Chiefs or the Dallas-Tennessee or Buffalo-Cincinnati games. You sort of have to be patient, and I think that that's the right way to do it. I'll stop talking.
1: Now, if we're all drafting for week seventeen, are we just not even going to look at these until week seventeen? Is that is that what we're doing? Because we're, if I mean, you're 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 right. We you're, we should be drafted for week seventeen, and nothing else matters. So you just let me know when we're in week seventeen playing for the, how much is it two mil,
0: week seventeen? Yeah. Ooh, I would you know. take one million right now. <laughs> That's right. And What's done the with DK it? buyout right now? The buyout. The buyout for this team for For this team for the Byron, two dollars and 19 (laughs) cents. They see that I have the Bears and the Patriots, they're the two most boring teams to have. They're not offering me what I paid, they're not offering me the entry fee.
1: Yeah. Bears, Patriots, Dolphins—correlation there. Uh, no, I like it. It's all about the correlations, man. Late in the draft. See, I like to correlate like you did later in the draft, where you know, take the take the best players that you think early, and then and then use your, you know, a lot of times I know you've done it. The Jaguar Texans, like you can get these late stacks, late correlations that are cheap. That if that's if that's what you want to win the whole thing, then that then those are. That's a
0: good way to do it, I think. Well, if you're drafting in the top three or four, like I seem to be incapable of not doing, there are a lot of players you know you won't get. You can rule out Atlanta-Arizona is one of those games. You can rule pretty much rule out Kyler Murray if you're drafting in the top three. You can pretty much rule out Prescott. There are, right. there are quarterbacks that almost always go at the bottom end of the, the way it falls. If it's yeah. Mahomes or... Maybe Brady. It's the middle of the- Josh Allen. You know you have to reach for those guys. So you're not playing the Buffalo stack if you're drafting at one or two. You're not playing Kansas City. You can't. Right. be. If you're in the middle, then you're you know that- that's cool. That-, that then you can move you know in whatever direction. And if you get a lucky draft where people are fooling around, then you can get tons of value that way. I mean, I would bet on if I could right now. I'd bet on a team in the middle winning the thing. Yep. Um, but when you're on the end, you sort of have to make sure you don't panic and reach for one of these guys because you're afraid of a position, not getting back to you, especially quarterback, also tight end, but quarterback is really the one. All right. I am horse.
1: from all horse. this talking.
0: I am horse. Let's find out the draft sharks invitational. It's how you and I met. This is your baby. <laughs> That's right. Do you have unilateral power over the league? Aside? No,
1: no, I don't. I didn't want it. I don't, I don't have it. This is also these tonight. We're going to go through all the leagues. So we're going to get all the leagues. We're going to get the draft dates and times. Thanks to everyone who uh, uh, expressed interest in being a part of this. And for everyone who is coming back for their second and third year, the draft session invitational is something that uh, I put together a couple of years ago, uh, handpicked. Analysts, handpicked, high stakes for the most part, veterans and successful. Every year we try to get the previous year's main event winner in for the FFPC, and so it's not just it's not just analysts, it's not just players, it's not random selection. It's handpicked people to make the toughest single entry tournament, which I think it is in the in the world. So tonight you're going to get your draft date, your draft time, and your league. Uh, Jared Smola from DraftSharks.com is setting up the leagues as we speak on Fantrax, which is a wonderful website Ooh. if you're set, if you're setting up leagues. Um, it's got it's got the best ball feature. It, it, it accommodated all of our, our Super Flex, our Best Ball, our Tight End Premium, and one of the best parts about Fantrax is they have a Leaderboard that will accumulate all the teams into one leaderboard. So I don't have to do that manually.
0: Nice. like I was doing last year, which was nice. which is fantastic. So not only did you have to do that work last year, you have to you had to keep looking at the fact that you were that's right. every week.
1: That's right. Every week <laughs> I'd go in and I'd click the sort points. And, oh, Chad Schrader's still out of me. So but without I like without, fan tracks.
0: I like fan tracks. tracks. I play yeah. baseball and golf there. I did hockey there, and I like the site a lot. So I'm glad to hear uh I like MFL too, but fan tracks will be fun to move to. Yes.
1: So without without further ado, let me see if I can add uh add here. So here's League One, and without we're not even waiting a minute. And we got Mike Shope on the board here. Darren Armani, fantasy mojo. You guys don't know each other well at all. Evan Silva. <laughs> I know what Evan, I Evan Silva, Evan the veteran Silva, Mike Sandoff, former, I think main event winner over at the FFPC, either that or the playoff challenge winner, one or the other. Uh, if you're in the if you're in the chat, like you could probably just yell at me and tell me what what one it is. I, I I lose I lose track of all these half half million dollar winners. Um, I'm gonna Jake, go ahead and put this in my calendar. Right, yeah. Put it in your calendar, August third,
0: eight eight p.m. I like so I'm it. doing a show with you in the morning that day in Rochester.
1: Oh, I love it. A little, little draft prep. Fantastic. Jake Seeley, Dave Kluge, football guys, Pat Fitzmaurice. I think he won best maybe best rankings last year. Uh, Sean Corner, Dom Barani, we know him. Go, Bill. He wants a T-shirt. He wants it to get get him a T-shirt. I'll get him a T-shirt. Get him a T-shirt. was. I I got to meet the other two-thirds of the main event team. That was really fun. Dan Williamson from the Goat District. Matthew Friedman and JJ Zachary from later. This is not TV. the
0: draft order. This is not the draft
1: order. Not the draft order. That'll, that'll be coming out maybe tomorrow or the next day. You guys will all hear that. That'll come out on
0: the Twitter. But this you is know the what? First How do you feel? I, I, I love this. I mean, every one of these leagues is going to be loaded with fun names. But <laughs> Darren, Dom, JJ, who I don't know, but I know of. Evan. So... We were in pros versus Joes in the same league as Evan last year. Remember he drafted Cordero Patterson, like in the last round and did well. And we got, you know, Calvin Ridley. So
1: (laughs) it was an excuse
0: for, it was an excuse for me to bug Evan about doing my WGR show. And so I kept sort of like trying to sort of impress him like, Oh, pros versus Joes is coming up. And I said that like three times in other conversation, like, listen, you know way more about the pros versus joes than I do. I'm just, you know, I just, you know, tell me how much I owe. But it's been a pleasure being on. I, I, I'm right. a big fan of his, and I'm, I'm always like seeing if I'm grouped with him in anything.
1: Yeah, no, that'll be so that'll be good for you. And hopefully, like I said, <laughs> l- last year we got a lot of these guys on, on the show um, during the during the draft. We live stream these drafts, so people are free to kind of join the podcast and and talk that night and I'm sure we'll interview people on the deep end too afterwards so all right guinea pig guinea pig league one guinea pig guinea pig league two right behind you there we got myself we got Ben Gretsch yards per Gretsch Dwayne McFarlane I mean already the league's like I want to I want to go run and hide Gretsch and Leone Jules McLean Mike Leone so with with Gretchen Leone, I know there's gonna be running backs available galore. <laughs> running backs everywhere for me to draft. I can't no. wait. No. Danny Kelly, Noah Riddell, Theo. Oh my gosh, Theo Gramage. So I, I haven't seen this yet either. This is like me unveiling. Really? No, I have I haven't looked. I haven't How did looked you pull that way.
0: off? How did you not even see these before well? Because they,
1: they put it in the spreadsheet, just as Jared and draft, really? the draft spreadsheet. Yep. And That's
0: I really pulled, good.
1: Pulled it up. Um Alan Sislowski. Mike Beers, Mitch Carl, DFS and Donuts. Mitch and I grew up together, over yes. here in North Chiline in New York. And then J- Joey Brown, fan of the show. Joey Brown, uh, fan. Of, he's a he's he's a Draft Sharks customer. He's won a bunch over at the NFFC a lot. So uh, it's this this looks like a, again another another stacked league. Holy cow! Jules called into the show last year live
0: during the podcast, and she was yeah. she, she, she was great. Leone who lives in the Buffalo area, and Dwayne, who I think lives in Texas, maybe. Yep. So I was in their group last year. Okay. And we went out to a bar, and Mike came, and I know Dwayne was next to me in that draft, but it was fun. I drafted that thing live with uh, with Mike Leone last year. He plays in a home league with us. Uh, yes. Also a big fan of his. So I, I'm going to like every one of these. You know, you're going to show me the next one, and they're going to have five more names that's right smile on my face
1: so this is august 4th at 8 p.m this is this is the next night we do three and then (laughs) next
0: week we do another three fair chance i'll be broadcasting this one yes very very good chance with you in it we haven't gotten to matt or jared yet so that's right
1: that's right so league three is the next night august 5th at 9 p.m kev dog kevin english uh jay reed and scott connor they're chasing the helmet together again and you know there's no more chasing the helmet i don't think but Uh, they encouraged me to get into the podcasting world. So, uh, happy to have them in it. Very successful high stakes players, Billy Musio. I don't know if you've heard of him, uh, but he's been hanging around FFWC, uh, doing podcasts galore, but Billy, Billy's great. John Paulson, Nelson Souza, um, great. One of the greatest high stakes players around all time, um, so he'll be in it. This is going to be a tough one. Graham Barfield, Dave Hubbard, another great, all-time great high-stakes player. Ian Allen. Jerry Huton, who won the main event two years ago at the FFPC. So, I mean, th- this might be the best collection of actual, like, the actual high-stakes winning players. Between yeah. a couple of main event winners, um, John Daigle, Mark Hilo, that's Hilo Garcia, and then Ke- Kevin Scott, who – Uh, has been on the pod and we and uh and had us on, or Jared Small was on
0: his podcast. So, another tough league. Kevin was on with us a couple of months ago. Jared was on when he won. Dave was on with us the last show we did.
1: Yeah, that's right. Gosh, it's been that long.
0: And Scott, who Scott was that was a great episode, the one with Scott, where he talked about that line. I've used it so many times. I let other people do that work the way he said that. He is in the bare knuckle with me. Oh, baby. That's exciting. That's exciting.
1: Yeah, I want to get Scott back on the show, too. I heard he's doing some other stuff now, uh, so we'll get him back on. And and Chad Schrader also lives by that mantra. He's like, hey, I'll let everyone else make the ADP, and I'll pop in in August and draft 20 hours a day
0: for for 40 days. You know, it's so simple. You just have to check your ego. You go to a bar, and you listen to people talk sports at a bar, and they are saying stuff you can't even believe anybody with such confidence you can't even believe anybody has about the color of the sky but like there is just a level of confidence in these sports takes how does everybody not know yet how much we don't know how does everybody not know that yet it drives me crazy how do you not know that yet so scott dave so many good players all the all the best players right you can have your little you know, windows or spaces for, like, I like this guy more than that guy. Here's why. That's cool. That's what makes it all work. Right. But come on. Like, you're just, you play the odds. You play the odds. It's what the good sports teams do. The best sports teams know what they don't know, and they know what the consensus looks like, and they know what's being said, and they play the odds. And yep. there's just no better way to do it.
1: Right, but the reason why we don't is because we love to draft so much. It's like it's like overeating, Mike. I'm not eating this ninth slice of pizza because I'm still hungry. I'm eating it because it tastes good. So it's like I'm drafting in January, not because I think this team's going to win, but because I want to draft in January.
0: <laughs> no, well, so. no, that's that's a different point. That's a different point. <laughs> drafting in January or February is great. Like I do that too, and that's not what Chad does. But I, I do that too because you're playing against other people who are drafting then. And really, right. you have a different objective. You're trying to predict sure. within your draft, you're trying to predict, well, which guys are going to move the other way. And in a month, these guys will look like good – Travis Etienne, they'll look like good values. I've had a lot of fun the last couple of days looking at teams I drafted in March, like best oh, ball teams I, and things. I it's just hilarious.
1: I just did that. Yeah, 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 It's
0: hilarious. It's fun. Like I have three – the 125s at FFPC – I, I did three drafts in a row that in the, in the first four rounds drafted Chase, Diggs, and Evans. Right? Like, wow, they all three teams have Chase, Diggs, and Evans. How fun! I mean, if you start now, how does that even like What? what's your draft slot if you drafted Chase, Diggs, and Evans? Like, like eight, mm, and no, everybody's asleep. No. There's no way to do it. There's no way to do it. So, I think it would be
1: like four or something, and maybe digs fall. Who knows? Yeah, I don't even
0: know. It, it know. was four, and Evans was in the fourth round, uh, in both in, in two or three cases. That's right. The fourth it, round? It was four. Yeah. Wow. Want, want me to get it? Like, I'll show you.
1: Yeah, it, it, yeah. Show, oh, show me. We'll, we'll do it at the end when we talk to Lenny. We Cornett. need to
0: do a show just on drafts from, like, March. That's a good idea. Yeah. What, Chris Carson went ahead of Evans. Not really, but, like, I had Chris <laughs> Carson in drafts. I mean – you don't even remember what you thought. It's not that long ago. There have been X, you know, zero football games, zero meaningful practices. I know since then. Right? Like it's hilarious. So
1: JK if- Dobbins went ahead of Evans. It was probably me. It's probably me taking. I'm
0: it. gonna look right now while you give us League Four.
1: Do it. League League four. So this is the the, the next week, August 9th at 8 p.m. The man himself, Jared Smola. Ian Harditz. Oh, we already got two two big timers right off the bat. Pat Thorman, another one, ETR. Ian Harditz, PFF. A B Bag Batoba, the back to back football guys champion in 2020 and two, or 19 and 20. Uh, Curtis Patrick, Andrew the Guild's Geller, Zach wow. Kruger. Wow. Zach Kruger, who I got to meet in Buffalo for six seconds at the very end. I'm mad I didn't get to talk to him more, but he'll be at the expo. So we'll reconnect there. Dan, Danny Mueller, another great high stakes player, Mike Randall, Michael Leva. I think he might've won the FFPC main event as well. Um, Scott fish, the Scott fish of the Scott fish bowl. And then Patrick Dougherty to close it out there. Uh, another fantastic, tough league, uh, All the all the draft sharks guys are spread out, so we don't we don't take all the same players. I think that's the only thing that uh, that has been established in this. But that'll be another one, man. Jared, Ian, Pat, Abib, It'll be fun to see guilds battling out in
0: there too. So awesome. Three things. Three things. One, I abandoned that search because I wanted to see these. So yeah. one, forget forget <laughs> yeah. that other thing. Two. Fine. If draft sharks split up its own guys. <laughs> Right. My, my my son plays youth baseball. You should see what the the districts do with the seating of their tournaments. Like Oops. you know, if, if Draft Sharks wants to not put Jared up against Matt and you, that's their prerogative, and you can play mm-hmm. or not play. It's fine. Everybody's going to still play. Love it. Three. Right. This one, I, I'm getting like shivers looking at that list. <laughs> like <laughs> guilds. I Zach, know. Ian, Jared, Abib. Pat Thorman, don't know him, but I've read and listened to him for a long time. Uh, I mean, Danny Mueller, who wants to play against Danny Mueller? No, nobody. Nobody wants to play. He's and the I, nicest guy I've ever met. But nobody wants to play is, against him. Danny's a nice guy I've
1: ever met. I think he does it on purpose. He's probably like not really that yes. nice, but he tries yes. to kill you with kindness. See, but I, I do it the other way. You're just an asshole. I am all out of the game.
0: <laughs> but you, you definitely, you know, you do want to play against me because you want to beat me.
1: That's right. That's right. All right. We'll Have you seen a league.
0: bigger bottle of uh whiskey in your life than that one back there? No.
1: Is it what, what kind is it? I'm a crown Wilford, whiskey Wilford. kind of guy. Uh, okay. All right. Um, league five next night, August 10th, 8 p.m. Matt Schauf, the man himself, Mike Perecha, another FFPC big timer. Chad Schrader, the thorn in my side last year. Congrats to Chad Schrader, the defending draft sharks invitational. Champion, uh, J- Justin Boone, Liz Loza of Yahoo. Maybe we can get her on and she can bring uh, Austin Eckler with her. Maybe we'll get <laughs> her on the pod. Um, Sigmund Bloom, one of your all time favorites from football guys,
0: uh, Rushmore,
1: uh, Rushmore, absolutely. Uh, Tupac, or Ron Meyer, Jack Miller, Rich Rebar, man, Todd Burroughs, Mike Wright from the Fantasy Footballers, Take a look yeah so he he took over for jason moore i think he, jason okay. moore might have been out of town or something but the footballers are still represented very well good with mike Wright and then jordan daniel um so uh again another and then you got chad schrader in a draft it's uh star studded i think so me you and jared will probably be doing this show fine um, just ripping can't, on can't wait can't, that's right, Went Lord here. Reeves.
0: So I met him at the expo, yeah. And I was always like, sort of getting beers for everybody that <laughs> night, that, that glorious Saturday night in Canton. And yep. he was standing there. I didn't know who he was. He's like, "Do you need help carrying those?" I'm like, "Yes, yeah, I do." So he carried the beer over to you guys, and then he and ends up wandering will, uh, over and getting in
1: that picture with all, with him. He all, got like, in the yeah. picture,
0: and a close friend of mine who owns a restaurant in Buffalo goes, "Did you actually meet?" Rich Rebar, like, listen. <laughs> I think so. I think I did. I think so. I, think, I, I can't wait to what? hear his his side of the story on that. One. Just Justin Boone Adam is Niagara Falls, Ontario. Those the backdrop when I'm outside. He lives right over there. He was going to be in the Fishbowl Live in Buffalo, but he couldn't make it. So I haven't met Justin, but okay. uh, we almost did uh, awesome. last week. So. Awesome. Look forward to meeting him eventually. Maybe he'll be at the expo. I don't know, but I like that name. And then,
1: last but not least, League Six, the man behind the curtain, the man the myth legend, Lenny Papano. Win, Lenny Papano's money. Um, and by by the way, the I have to look it up, but the but the prizes went up significantly. I think oh, yeah, like, oh yeah. I think they're like. Oh, really? I think it's like five hundred for each league winner, and I think the might be three or four thousand to the main event to the overall winner. I'll look that up, but. Lenny Papano, Bit Mandel, who I'm embarrassed to say wasn't in this event the first two years. I like how do you forget about Bit Mandel? He's another one of your competitors there in Vegas for the. um,
0: Oh yeah, the bare knuckle.
1: The bare knuckle. Yep.
0: Yeah, he'll be Uh, back. Greg Crack
1: Rock Cantor, fan fan of the show. He's in this one. Kimra (laughs) Schleicher, she's a big time winner over at the NFFC. I think maybe some FFWC as well. Uh, Scott Barrett, Elliot Christ. Oh, year one winner, Pete Overzet. Uh He's always looking to t- take it down. Ryan Hodge, Josh Larkey, Austin Martin, uh, a big-time high-stakes player, high-stakes dynasty. I'm in a bunch of leagues with Austin coming up. I'll, I'll be watching his draft closely because I'm in a bunch of high, high-stakes events with him.
0: Austin, so he is tough. He was on our show the first year. Yep. And what makes him stand out for me is like, he will tell you if he's got your beat.
1: Right. That's
0: right. He will tell, he will tell you. He's a, he is, he's he one of the one,
1: he is a guy that, that, that rubs people the wrong way sometimes, but I, he's my, that, that's one of my favorite things about uh, the high stakes player, just the player in general. Like they have a chip on their shoulder and they're not afraid to tell you. And he backs it up. He he wins. He's another 250 K winner FFPC playoff challenge. So, right.
0: Right. Um I would love to see Austin and Greg crack rock like side yeah, by side, yeah. sniping each other. That's right. Sparring. Yep. And then new, new to the event. Wow. Louis G. I mean, come on. Louis G. So this is like watching Selection Sunday. And <laughs> Louis G is maybe, I don't know, he's like not hmm, I gotta find the right team. I'm thinking of mid-majors that went deep. He's sort of like a Loyola, hey, Marymount, Middle Tennessee State. Yes, Middle Tennessee State. They're watching the whole thing, it's going by, you know, just uh, you know, get some, get some blue cheese for the celery. Yeah, and they're like, There, there it is. There's my name. There it
1: is, Louis G. Happy to have him. Um, excited. So he rounds it out. He's the you know, Mr. Irrelevant here, number 12, League Six. Uh, August 11th, 9 p.m., we will be absolutely so Suck. sick. So sick of talking <laughs> about the Invitational by that oh, night League Six. But I am so excited because it kind of kicks off. You get the Pros versus Joes. You get the Draft Invitational. And then we're off to the races. We're all over the country drafting fantasy
0: football teams. When's Kentucky? The, the next weekend?
1: No, the Kentucky I think is 27, 28, 29, somewhere in there. Friday oh, of-
0: the, the Expo is the next weekend after Correct. 11. Correct.
1: I think the Expo – yeah, the Expo is – the next day, I think we leave. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, poker. Like, uh, poker. There's Mike. There's our quarterback challenge the, 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 this year. Are you in it? Of, of course, I'm going to be in it. Come on, <laughs> come on. Wearing my Josh Allen jersey.
0: I was going to say, do you have anything to wear?
1: You couldn't even get it me. out fast You're enough. We gonna be able to tell the difference.
0: Okay. Mm. Wow. Poker. I can't wait to. Are you going to tweet all those those uh, leagues or what? What's going to? I want to. I want to stare at all of them.
1: Yes, so we're gonna get I don't know if I'm gonna tweet I'm gonna draft is gonna tweet them out tomorrow with their draft spots and everything. So I'm gonna let them let them do that. But okay. Hopefully, this was a sneak preview. Let's just this is a sneak preview, yeah. Because everyone was was asking and I've been you know, everyone's been super busy. I'm like, let's just announce it so everyone can get their dates and their time set up so they, they don't have to miss it or something. So um but yeah, do we have a
0: handicapper like, like uh Javier.
1: We should get we should get Javier. I mean, we just gotta. You gotta know a guy who knows a guy
0: to get Javier. We don't. We don't have Javier, but we do have Julius. <laughs> That's right. If you wanted to <laughs> handicap, absolutely. I'm in there with Darren, so uh, I don't know. Like, I can't wait to. I can't wait for all of this. I know. Like, there's been so much drafting and so much fun already, and now it's about to get good. I know. I know. I'm excited. Well, so, all right, we so. Tonight's been great. You want to talk about Leonard Fournette for a minute? Maybe give listeners, viewers who've hung in there uh, this long some thoughts on whether or not the weight story means anything to you. So I've done those three underdog drafts since, you know, yesterday, last 24 hours. Picked fourth, picked second, picked first. I know. We already <laughs> talked about that. I'm embarrassed. Poor guy. But I I picked McCaffrey in the in the first round in all three. He slipped to four. Two is like sort of rote. And then one because Jared said I couldn't pick Jonathan Taylor anymore. So <laughs> when you pick McCaffrey in that tournament, you want Fournette. You don't get Evans. You want Fournette. You want Carolina, Tampa Bay, Week 17. So one time I did, and then the next time I felt like he's sliding and I'm going to feel in two weeks like I, I reached here – and be playing against teams that pick Fournette in like the fourth round or something. If people buy into the the weight thing, so I ended up focusing on Rashad White instead. What's the right approach right now? You're drafting. You know, you might go do a football guys tonight or do a best ball thing tonight. You know that people have been picking Fournette in the second round, and you know that depending on the tournament you're playing in, a month before that they might have been picking him in the fourth or at least the third. What is the right answer right now with Fournette?
1: Buy, I mean, unless you think. I always try to like to tell people like like if you draft the way that you b- believe, right? If you think that Fournette isn't going to lose the weight and he's going to lose his starting job, then don't draft him. But if you think he's going to lose the weight and you think he's going to be back to normal in two months, then you should be trying to draft now. You should be trying to draft Leonard Fournette. Uh, cheaply because I, I'm someone who thinks he, maybe he's a little bit more out of shape than usual, but he uses camp to get in shape, whether that's right or whether that's wrong, whatever, it seemed to have worked for him. Okay. And, uh, so I, I'm hoping, uh, to get in these drafts, to get the right draft spot, like an early one, two, three, four, so that I can get him maybe in the, maybe in the early third, you know, to be able to, to, to make a team, to build a team that I wasn't able to build before, so I'm absolutely buying him. Um, Rashad White is a guy I was already d- drafting, so I'm I'm fine with continuing to draft to draft him. Not necessarily as a handcuff to Fournette, but you know you go with a hero or zero RB build or something like that. And he's one of those handcuffs that I really like because he he can catch the ball and Brady's throwing to his running backs. And Godwin might not play at the beginning of the year, so uh, those are guys I was already drafting. But man, if I can get Fournette now in like maybe the mid third, if people are panicking. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm absolutely doing it. But if you think he's not going to lose the weight, you think he's fat, he's out of shape, whatever, it's he can't come back from it. Then don't draft him.
0: Okay, Rashad White at underdog 125, and that fluctuates. But right now, what is that? That's the end of uh, like early eleven, early yeah. eleven, you know, mid eleven. And so, if you went a round up, even two, for him. People are going to do that, Adam. Like, you're going to see that in the next week before, at, the, at at least the next week before there are any stories of, oh, Fournette, you know, he's losing weight and Brady laughs it off and, you know, no big deal. But, um, like, if you, depending on the build, if you go wide receiver heavy early and you're looking for an RB3 or even RB2 in round nine and the correlation stuff isn't in your way, Rashad White, yeah. I mean, pass-catching, running back. You have a little bit of a built-in bias against him because it's Brady and he's yeah. a rookie.
1: Yes. And I think that's a thing. I mean, it's built-in bias, but it's it's a – I mean, that's a real thing. You know, Brady wants guys – you know, a lot of these quarterbacks just want guys that they can trust. And it's usually like the elite guys. Okay, I'll do the hard work. I Just be where I want you to be. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Like, you don't have to be the most talented players in the world. Just be where I want you to be. And the rookies, you know, is he gonna blow a blocking assignment? Is he gonna run the wrong route? Is he gonna, you know, that's all, that's all it takes. Is once, once or twice in the preseason, and you know, Brady's not, not gonna love it, and they're gonna listen to Brady. So, you know, um, the only down, you know, the, so, but I still like that if he's like the only major option after Fournette, the only concern about Fournette's weight is if he gets a preseason injury because he is he is out of shape while trying to get back into shape. If he pulls a hamstring, it's like oh crap, that might set him back a ways. But um, if he can if he can get through the off season program
0: uh, in ship shape, I think he'll be fine. I'm going to go Brian Windhorst here. What would you do if you were Tampa? <laughs>
1: you I not
0: you would not play him in the preseason. No, no. You you would not even really put them on the field much at all. Your scenario is definitely, you know, plausible, but if it's my team, you know, you go into basic training for a month and we'll see you at, on the other side yep. and then you'll be, you'll be Leonard Fournette and you know, the Brady pressure probably should be enough for you to feel confident as a drafter that Fournette gets to a usable place um, you know, 56 teams. I might have only one with Jalen Darden, but I think I know it's at least one, maybe it's closer to three. <laughs> uh he's good, and there's no Antonio Brown, there's no Godwin for six weeks, and there's no Gronk. So look for deep dive names on Tampa. And as far as I'm concerned, Darden is the right one. I like it. Okay, great night. What what a night. See you Thursday. We're-
1: Thursday, we got to do our tight end tiers. Tight end tiers on Thursday. Um, we'll dive into that. I spoke for ninety minutes on tight ends last night on the Goat District. If, if anybody missed missed that, check that out. That was yes, yes. that was a lot, a lot of fun talking with those guys, cracking some cracking some jokes, talking tight end tiers. and so. But we're doing oh. we're leaning more into dynasty tight end tiers on Thursday.
0: I've yet to watch that with all these urgent care visits, but I will. <laughs> and I, I will give you a tight end name right now for these underdog drafts or these whatever drafts you're doing that I think is, like, ignored. There's a, there's a bunch of names that, for all the content there is out there, there are still, like, names that never get mentioned, at least from what I'm consuming. And, Adam, Troutman is one of them. Like, prospect, yes. Age, Yes. Taysom Hill injured. Like he is tight end 35 or something like that. Right. I, I would want him. I'd rather have Troutman in one of these, like everything else notwithstanding, than I don't know, Mo Alley Cox, Uzama, Hayden Hurst, even maybe Austin Hooper. Right I mean, correct. There's Duff. life there, and who knows what uh that offense will really be. There's a lot of questions about it. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Winston, like Troutman, I think is pretty good. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why I say that. The the profile is okay. And Taysom Hill is coming off an injury where he might not even be ready for the season. Yeah,
1: I, I completely agree. I, I remember drafting the last time I talked about him publicly or whatever with anybody was uh, I did a never too early best ball with death dealers and late in the draft, and we took – we were discussing this exact same thing, and we, and we ended up taking him. Um, I just don't um, – in these underdogs, there's not enough rounds for me to do it. And in FFPC, I'm usually going elite and then one more. I'm not trying to draft three unless – because I don't do the 28-round best balls. But I think if you're going to go um, with an elite tight end, you can always wait to the last round and take him and take Troutman as your as your secondary guy.
0: Um, he might I would be... pick him as a third. I would pick him as a third. That's all I'm doing is a third tight end. If you end up sort of that draft I showed you from earlier where you don't end up with one of the top four or five or six, and then your number one tight end is Irv Smith, and then you pick Ingram. Sure. You know, a build like that, if you draft a lot of receivers early, you don't want too many. I think that's a, a draft where you, you want to pick a third tight end, and Troutman I think is sort of – Sneaky good,
1: yeah. Or even like a, a Kelsey Troutman, like I said, like an elite, yeah. yeah because Troutman could be a guy that doesn't. He's going to be a guy that doesn't get drafted in some leagues or whatever, and then he might be that that tight end that pops in the waivers after week one and 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 crushes. So, um, you know, yeah, he's 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 a great name. He's still an up and coming tight ends. People forget tight ends take sometimes three four years to, to develop, and by that time, people forget about him, and then they pop and. They're off to the races.
0: All right. So that might, that name might come up on Thursday night. Follow yep. us on Twitter at deep one, Adam Krautwurst with the underscore shop talk. I know it doesn't make sense. You don't have to tell me. Both, it looks like shop talk. It looks like shop. It's not, but <laughs> um, you know, that's how I decide. And Adam and I realize whether you have ever watched one of our shows or not, whether you can say it right.
1: That's uh, right. Pay
0: attention. You know how to say it. If not, you don't. That's fine. Um, but if you want to watch us on Thursday, we'll be here. We're going twice a week through the rest of July and August. And I guess that's it. Um, well, the t-shirts, one more time, tweet at me or at or me G whatever or Adam. And we can definitely hook you up. 25 for the t-shirt and the sticker. Do what you want with the sticker. Uh, we've got a lot of them. So um, all the money for the Buffalo Urban League and the Thurman Thomas Family Foundation. Thanks for watching. See you Thursday, 8 Eastern. Mike Schoep, Adam McRotwurst. This is The Deep End. See you next time. See you guys.